Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, it's been a hot week and looks like the weather's going to be fabulous uh, this weekend. Uh, now, you may recall uh, yesterday we were speaking to New Westminster City Councillor Daniel Fontaine, and he was talking about the fact that the city does have a climate change fund that's on, with almost $30 million sitting in the bank. And he was proposing that um, New Westminster uh, means test what he was proposing, but essentially low-income residents be given some sort of um, grant uh, for up to 500 to purchase a cooling system, an air conditioner, for uh, their uh, various rental units. Uh, this all comes, of course, after a couple of years, a couple of years ago, where we had uh, the heat dome here in British Columbia. Well, over 600 British Columbians died because of that heat dome. Um, and as Mr. Fontaine said, more than uh, 25 of those people who died lived in New Westminster. Well, it's not just private residents as well. It's also schools. Uh, when things get too hot, it's hard to learn. So when is it too hot uh, for students and teachers to function in school? Joining me now to talk a little bit about heat waves and how we build our schools is Danielle Connolly. She is a New Westminster School Board trustee. Danielle, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's an interesting conversation. And look, it's not 45 degrees Celsius, but you and I both know that we have these hot, hot temperatures. They're starting a lot earlier and they're lasting a lot longer. Uh, I think nobody really disputes all of that. Uh, in New Westminster, I, I know you had your secondary school there, an older school. It was uh, replaced with a brand new school. I, I did visit it about a couple months ago for a basketball tournament. Beautiful school. But I understand there have been some complaints or concerns over temperatures this week? Uh, yeah, there have been indeed. Um, you know, there there is no air conditioning at the school. Um, we, you know, the facilities team does their best uh, each day, purging out hot air in the evenings, uh, bringing cooler air in and just monitoring the temperatures the best that they can. But, um, you know, as it stands now, we, we, we don't have the funding to, you know, have, have AC at that school. Mm-hmm. Um, How old is that school, by the way? How old is New Westminster Secretary? The school is only a few years old. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, this, this also leads to the, you know, a, a conversation around the funding cycle, you know, when it's in, a, approved to when shovels are in the ground, that type of thing, a lot has changed, uh, including, you know, as you mentioned earlier, the, the shift in, in these types of uh, weather patterns and temperatures and, and these spikes that we're seeing. You know, I mean, heat in the school in the summers and later June is never, and you know, that's always been a consistent, but it just seems to be how early it's happening and how much longer it seems to be happening for. And, and it's something I think that we need to be working across all levels of government uh, to, to adapt to that and, and manage it. So to confirm when, it, and it's difficult to find, you know, get to receive funding for a brand new school, it takes a very long time. You're seeing that even in fast-growing communities like Surrey. Um, so when, when a school does get approved to be built, uh, mm-hmm. does it include, fun, does the funding include a cooling system presently? No. <laughs> the, the short answer to that is no. <laughs> you know, as, as I'm sure you can appreciate, um, there's there's a lot of um, back and forthing and, um, you know, capital requests that are put forward, uh, which includes 
uh, generally requests for cooling systems, but uh, whether that gets approved in, in the final um, product is, you know, can be up in the air, and in this case, it was not funded. It um, was not funded for New West Secondary School. It's only mm-hmm. a few years old. Mm-hmm. Now, exactly. I, I was looking at the New West record, and they were saying that WorkSafe BC recommends an indoor comfort range of 23 to 26 degrees Celsius. It was hitting about 28 degrees, I believe, uh, earlier this week. Uh, so in this case, if there is this conversation, you're going to have some older schools in your community as well. Uh, does the school board now have to start looking at retrofitting some of these uh, schools, never mind just your high school, but even elementary schools? And do you have the budget for something like that? Uh, well, yes, as, as for retrofitting, that would certainly be part of the equation. Um, but no, there, there's no, no budget for that. Um, and, and, you know, with, with regards to the standards that you're talking about, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I, I don't believe there are any uh, standards um, that are school specific as, you know, with regards to temperatures. And, you know, certainly um, teachers can do things to mitigate, you know, move into gymnasiums, teach outside but you know we're looking at older students too who are you know perhaps looking at taking exams and that type of thing um and and the bottom line is we don't want to be in a situation where we have to close schools i mean that is a very very last resort and you know in in the heat what does that mean a child staying home um in a you know in a hot house or apartment or or that type of thing it's that's certainly a last resort not not something that we want to be you know is making it, the norm. <laughs> is it fair to say this is now uh, front and center as an issue, and not just in your community, but among for other school trustees as well here in British Columbia? I mean, if you think about, you know, fortunately in July, August, the school uh, school is out generally, uh, and those are very hot months. But you know, places like Soyuz and many other uh, uh, cities in lower in 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 British Columbia and here in Metro Vancouver, it can get very hot in May and June. Is this front and center now for school trustees around the province? I, I, you know, I can't speak on behalf of other districts, but I, I can't see how it's it's not certainly top of mind. And, and, you know, and then you look at places like northern BC or even in Alberta where, you know, it's not as simple as some of the, you know, general prescribed, you know, open the windows, let some fresh air in, that type of thing. You know, we're also having to adapt to all these other pieces of our, of what seems to be becoming our new norm of forest fires starting in May. I mean, who would have... Um, thought of that happening to the extent that it is so so it's it's a bigger picture and as you know talking about schools being closed in July and August I mean schools are a huge community hub resource perhaps we can even look at you know if they're retrofitted being part of the solution for you know cooling centers that type of thing you know having being spaces for for families to go to I mean there's there's a lot that needs to be explored, I think, and, and looked into and in, in how we move forward. Yeah, I can understand older elementary schools and high schools, but when you've just built this beautiful new school, in the case of New West Secondary School, mm-hmm. uh, that they didn't think of air conditioning or some sort of cooling system, uh, you know, mm-hmm. speaks to a lack of planning, That that's for sure. And, and hopefully yeah. it is part of the conversation moving forward. Ms. Connolly, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Thank you very much.